everybody talk about it outdoors live in the Wilson studio. Cody, Nick, and Alex are joined by an amazing character from way down south in Florida. Amos Medford, Wannabe Hunting Podcast, joins us for an amazing episode. Pull up a chair and set a while. Nick, when you told me that you had old Amos on the hook, ready to come on and join us for a while, I got excited because I enjoy what he does. He's got a great atmosphere about him. He's got an air of learning. He's new to the hunting side, and he was gracious enough to reach out to a couple of good old boys in Georgia to try to get some advice. He <laughs> might better check his calendar and uh, find some more guys to teach you stuff. Amos, welcome to Talk About It Outdoors. Thank you. Thank you, Nick and Alex and Cody. Appreciate y'all uh, having me on, and I've enjoyed listening to talk about it. And uh, I gotta say, y'all are on a hot streak with uh, with the guests, you know, with uh, Nick Munt and Matt Drury and T Bone, and you know, now me. So that's right. <laughs> that's right. Hey, we all we climbing, son. We climbing. Pump your brakes. I don't want to plug that in there. there. <laughs> well, Amos, uh, you know, you you started a, started a podcast. You said you got sixteen episodes in. You got a lot of stuff going on, and I, I want to uh, I want to thank you first and foremost for reaching out to us for the for the opportunity to do a show with you. But not only you know graciously accepted the opportunity to come on and be with us. We sure appreciate you being here. Yes, sir. No, I appreciate uh, y'all being willing to you know come on and chat with me, and I'm more than happy to to uh, talk with y'all and. Um, I don't give a, a ton of uh, hunting advice as far as tactics to folks, but I'm always glad to talk about hunting and, and uh, share some stories of what we've experienced so far. Why don't you, you know, take us right into it. Tell us, you know, you're a, really an adult onset hunter. You haven't been into it but that many years. So why don't you take us, what, what spawned the, the desire to get out in the woods and, and become a hunter? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. When I was um, a kid, I remember watching – um, just like Daniel Boone, Davy Crockett movies. And I was always drawn to hunting scenes. That was always like my favorite part. And, uh, you know, even though my dad did not hunt and none of my uncles hunted, neither of my grandfathers were really hunters. Um, they're all for it, you know, took me out and shot guns, got me a BB gun and all that stuff, but they just didn't hunt. Um, but I was always interested in it. So much so to the point that, you know, when I was probably 12, 13 years old for one of my birthdays, I took the birthday money and or some of it and subscribed to like uh, North American Whitetail. And, I, you know, I had a hunting magazine coming to the house. I'd never been. Uh, my dad had never been. And uh, I was just interested. I was just uh, it just always appealed to me. I had a couple of friends that I knew their dad hunted and they went with him sometimes. And, man, I, I tried to go with them as much as I could, but it just, it seemed like every, every time it just wouldn't work out. One time I rode with them all the way. My buddy Tyler and his dad rode all the way to, uh, I believe it's Greensboro, Georgia, if that's a, a place. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we drove up there all night or not all night, but all afternoon got there, went to hunting camp, looked at it, went to, a um, a huddle house, not a waffle house, but a huddle house. And uh, then went to the hotel, and my buddy got food poisoning, threw up all night, and we drove back home. <laughs> oh, man. So avoid the huddle houses in South Georgia. <laughs> oh, Lord. There's your hunting story. So, You'll remember for all, forever. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been back to one. I don't believe he has either. 
We and, like uh, I like a huddle house. I like a good huddle house. There's one up there by Steve Tate. <laughs> well, I I'm going to go first to say, and I don't want to even wait to the end to ask you this, um, or I'm not. I'm going to ask you at the end. But the first thing that draw me to listen to your podcast, Amos, is what what a believer in and the good Lord that you are, and what brings you out. You know, that's what gives you up every day, and I can tell that by the people you've talked to and and just what you what you talk about. How, as big a believer as you are. How have you not been in the woods a lot sooner, man? I mean, that's that's where I find some of my best peace, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a huge, huge part of my life, and I think you know that's, I think that's where the desire to be out there comes from. Yeah. Um. Really, I don't think there's any any way that I could explain it. You know, with with the like I said, the rest of my upbringing not really having a ton to do with with hunting. Um. You know, I think it's something that the Lord has put in in my heart and in my life. And, and I don't know how else to explain it. And I'm right there with you when I'm out there. I, it's, it's crazy. You know, if you just, it's hard to sit still, but if you can just sit still and, and notice what's around you and pay attention, it's uh it's really a blessing to be out there. It really is in the fast paced world that we live in nowadays. That's about the only place that you can go unwind. Yep. Oh yeah. And We're you, bombarded with, you know, more is better and bigger is better and faster is better, you know, constantly. And one of the only things out there that goes against that is the hunting community, you know, yeah. patience. <laughs> and it gets yeah. into it too. It gets into it too as well. But, you know, there's still a segment that, that looks at it as a way to appreciate, you know, what God has created and the opportunity that we do have to be out there. So. Yeah, that's very. I mean, it's it's like you said. It's it's good to to hear him say that, and the way he presents himself on his show, and he talks about his faith. And we've always said that some of our best episodes we've had have been based back to some of the faith stuff that we've been able to discuss with people. And it is relative to hunting in a lot of ways because there's patience in it all. You have to have patience with God in the plan that He lays out for you, and whatever it may be. You have to have patience if you're chasing a big buck. I mean, it's all tied back in. But when you when you wake up and you're out there in the dark and you get to see the world wake up, it's like, man, I'm I'm here. I'm in it. Doesn't matter if I kill anything or not. I'm in the moment and I get to enjoy it for what it is. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just it's time to to enjoy and reflect and everything. And um, you know, I'm I'm as as uh, nervous or anxious as as ever you know, to, to connect with a, a deer this year. But, uh, you know, I've been out several times already, hadn't killed anything. And it's still, it's still an enjoyable time. It's still a, to me, a productive time, you know, to be out there, even though I'm not, uh, getting any work done, so to speak, but it's still productive, you know, for my mindset for my, for my life. Well, mental health's work. Where do you find better peace than in here in the woods? I mean, you have to work on yourself and, what better way to work on yourself 20 feet up a tree all alone? You mind, you mind to talk you into a lot of things in the fast-paced world that we live in, but when you find yourself out there in the woods, for me, that's where I get to talking to myself a lot more. <laughs> I put my phone away, and I can find out, like, man, I were to be you know, working on this, or what kind of ideas can I come up with? I thought about it opening weekend. You know, It was really the first time we'd had – well, it was the first time we'd had an opening weekend doing a podcast, and I thought – what kind of questions can I ask without here, you know, and I take and put those into my mind and my mental notes and kind of progressively grow yourself. And I think that's a big thing for you. So 
what was your uh, what was your first impressions when you got out in the woods? You know, as as a hunter that's just getting into it the last few years, what was some of those first impressions when you got there? Was what was it what you expected it to be? Well, when I first got out there, I don't know how many times I actually sat before I saw a deer, probably a dozen or something like that. <laughs> but I think I was up there probably moving around and clanking around and who knows what else. But uh, you know, I remember uh several years back now um guy I was hunting with took me in took me in on a four-wheeler you know kind of got me close to a stand and then you know pointed me in the right direction and uh i mean it was it was dark i don't even know how i found the stand but um got up there and just watching that sunrise i, I must have been facing east i didn't even know it <laughs> and uh, it was just amazing down there where we're at there's this uh moss that grows on the ground it's not like moss that hangs and it was a cold morning and the light was reflecting off the moss and it looked like snow yeah and uh it was crazy because you know we don't really have snow maybe every 20 years or something around <laughs> here but it was it was amazing and uh, it was just enjoyable even though i i didn't uh have any uh success that day as far as harvesting a deer but that was probably my first um you know, impression was, man, this is a little harder than I thought. I've been out here, you know, a dozen times now and I hadn't seen, hadn't seen anything other than squirrels. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the guy that, you know, that, uh, took me out there, he said, I think you're probably moving around a little too much, you know, focus on being still. <laughs> and you do a squirrel dog right. like I did when I was a kid. <laughs> was that, was that, was you hunting in Georgia then? Was you hunting in Georgia then, Amos, or was you in Florida? That's actually Florida. Yep. Okay. Yep, about an hour from where I live. Okay. But you had ventured up to Georgia, right, when you first started hunting too and started – I mean, I know outside of that trip that you made, didn't you hunt in Georgia? Yes, I did hunt okay. in Georgia other than that as well. With the same folks, they, they had a lease up in uh, Claxton, I believe, at the time, and uh, which is pretty far south. And uh, went went up there a couple times. And that was, that was cool. I enjoyed that, but uh, – you know, didn't see much as far as deer went. Now, you have taken a deer. I have, yes. Why don't you what, take us through that experience, your first deer? Because I think it's it's very, you know, it's fresh on your mind. I mean, how how many years ago was that? I think uh, this is coming up on the third season since I killed that deer. Okay. What was that yep. experience like for you? Take it. What, tell us the story. <laughs> tell, I mean, yeah, tell us the story about it. So... The year prior to killing uh, that doe, I decided I'm going to hunt. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a hunter. You know, that was, you know, I, I just decided, and I probably went. I went more more times that year than I'd ever gone in my life. Which I don't know how many sits it was, um, fifteen or twenty. I don't know. You know, not a ton to people who hunt a lot, but and uh, you know, never had any luck. So the next year. You know, I was, I was still determined and I was actually at that same property that I was talking about earlier. And, um, the, the guy who lets me hunt there, his son was in town and he's a big hunter. He's a, uh, he's got all kind of, kind of deer and he hunts everything, but, uh, turkeys, ducks, you know, he does it all. And he, he said, I'm going to take you to a spot and you're going to see deer. And he took me to a ground blind that he had put up. And sure enough, 
I saw some deer, you know, that day, but I didn't have a shot at anything. And so I went back and every time I got a chance to go, I sat in that same blind. Now I know, I'm sure now, you know, the wind probably wasn't right every time and everything else, but I, uh, you know, I had seen, I had seen something. So I was excited to go back to that spot and I knew how to find it. And so, uh, it was six days before I killed that doe. I went back to that same ground blind and, uh, it was on a Saturday afternoon. I got in there and it was just starting to rain. So I was sitting in there, which is a good thing I was in the blind. And I mean, right before dark, I had a doe walk in and I mean, right in front of me and I got nervous <laughs> and I completely froze. And I mean, I don't even know, <laughs> it, I can laugh now, but I mean, at the time I was so mad and embarrassed and everything else. I mean, I let her go. I, I, I didn't even take a shot. I started thinking about how am I going to, how am I going to find track it? How am I going to drag it out? How am I going to clean it? I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> you don't worry about that. Do you pull the trigger? It's like, well, the fun's over now. boys. <laughs> <laughs> I got so nervous. I didn't do anything. So the next Friday I took off, I uh, took off work and went to the same exact spot in the morning. And there was another guy there, totally different guy. Uh, a guy I go to church with, he was hunting on the far on the other side of the property. It's like, I think it's like 500 acres. And, uh, um, sure enough that morning I had, uh, three does walk in kind of, uh, they walked in actually on the same path I walked in and, uh, just walked right out in front of me and I just picked the fattest one and let her rip. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, for all I know, there was a buck following him. I don't know, but I, I mean, I just shot him as soon as, <laughs> as soon as they walked out. And I mean, it was just the craziest, you know, feeling he, he texted me immediately, he, immediately. He's like, was that you? And I was like, yep, I shot a doe. And, uh, he's like, all right, just wait. I'll be over there here in a few minutes. I mean, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, I'm climbing out of that ground blind. I'm, like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to find some blood, you know, I'm going to, you know, do whatever. I walked out there. I'm telling you, I could not find a speck of blood. Uh oh. And I'm like, I think I missed this doe. Like, this is the worst thing ever, you know? <laughs> and, uh, he's like, well, he finally got there. He's like, well, show me where she was standing. And which way did it, you know, which way did she run? And, you know, so we we're looking around, we're looking around. And finally on the ground, he found a little, you know, a little drop of blood. And I was like, Oh man. And then we walked right to the edge of the woods where she ran in and there was a, you know, a palmetto frond and that thing was covered. And I was just like, Oh, we're going to find her. <laughs> <laughs> she had ran right into the woods and there, you know, there she was, but it was, it was awesome. And, uh, he shot a doe that morning as well. So we, we loaded him up and I uh, went back to the camp and, uh, he cleaned his first and I kind of helped him watch. And then he kind of coached me through, you know, cleaning her up. And it, it was, it was just one of the most rewarding experiences I've ever had. Um, uh, you know, especially when, you know, we invited some family over, you know, and I cooked some backstrap steaks for them and, you know, to kind of fast forward, <laughs> but you know, just that being the deer that, you know, that I got. And I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know how else to explain it. Y'all know, cause y'all have done it. Is that it your, was just awesome. Was that your first time eating deer? No, I had had some venison before. Uh huh. 
Um, my brother's killed a few deer, um, which he hadn't, he started hunting after he was an adult as well. And, uh, but he's, he's up in Virginia. I had some from him and, uh, you know, some other, you know, friends I've known over the years, you know, I had tried it before, but that was the first time that, you know, I had had it in every, every meal you can imagine. Yeah. Well, I see you on Instagram a lot shooting your bow. Have you, are you, are you getting ready to shoot one with it this year? That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. When is, when, when did y'all season open and when does it close for bow season? I guess it don't close for bow season, but when does gun season start? Yeah. So our, uh, both seasons started on September 18th. Um, and then it goes through, uh, I guess technically it goes through October 22nd and then uh, black powder will be October 23rd. And it's like uh, two weeks of uh, black powder. And then, uh, then rifle season goes through uh, second or second or third week of January. What's the rut down there? Um, I've actually been doing a little research on that. I looked up, you know, what the, um, FWC had to say, and I've been asking some guys that hunt around and it's, it, the whole state of Florida is, is varied, but, uh, most of the guys that hunt, you know, directly where I hunt, you know, say, uh, mid to late October, it kind of ramps up. Have you seen right there? Go ahead. Right there where black powder comes in. That's what they've, they've told me. Have you seen a lot of rut, rut activity in the few years you've been hunting down there? Not, a, not a ton. Um, probably the most I've seen is like some trail camera stuff of, uh, some sparring or like, you know, you know, seeing a, a doe move by and you can tell, you know, buck comes in a couple, you know, a couple minutes later, kind of chasing it. I haven't, I haven't witnessed a ton of it from the stand or anything. Gotcha. Personally. Gotcha. What's been your one thing that you've seen in the woods that you were surprised with? What's that one opportunity or has there been something that's just like oh gosh i didn't expect that <laughs> uh oh man well i was hunting last saturday and um i was kind of sitting on a i guess you call it a field edge it's not a, a field like has crops in it but just it's an old uh pasture that's not used anymore and right in there on the edge of the woods and i had a, a big bobcat you know just trot across the field in broad daylight and uh you know walk right past me <laughs> no no offer well i guess season's not open season's on bobcat yeah it's like december to march or something like that yeah, in our area. fur bear yeah december to february is here but uh well one thing when i started deer hunting that surprised me is how many turkeys i saw bunch of turkeys down there <laughs> look at me I, I did hear on that last episode that you had on your podcast that 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 guy had said that you had uh, taken Osceola before. Yeah. Um, I have, I've killed one turkey as well. <laughs> and then, uh, helped my, uh, brother-in-law get one, uh, as well. But, uh, the turkey, one of the interesting things about that story is that it was from the exact same ground blind that I shot the doe from. Well, I, oh, that's I, cool. killed that dur- I killed that turkey out of, huh? But, uh, but yeah, that was, that was awesome. That was one of those deals where it happened, you know, just like, just like you see on YouTube, you know, <laughs> he came in and strutted and spit and drum. And, you know, I, I called with a box call and he was answering and it was, it was ridiculous. That was, that was a lot of fun. Broke out total raspy it, hen box call. Was it more fun than that deer hunt? Oh man. <laughs> 
Put him on the spot. Don't put him on the spot. <laughs> don't disappoint me, Amos. <laughs> nah, you don't. You don't have to pick one or the other. <laughs> yes, no, he I, does. I think, at this point, he, you've done brought it up. <laughs> I think I was more excited about the deer. I really was. <laughs> There's hope for you yet. <laughs> oh, my have you done? It was cool. Have you done any gator hunting? I have not. What? I've never done any. Dad, did you grow up in Florida? I did. Um, we've, we've moved around a little bit here or there. Um, actually, when I was real young, we lived in Brunswick. That's okay. my claim to Georgia. But uh, And then for a little while, we moved from there to uh, a little town called Sneeds, Florida. And it's kind of up there on the Florida, Georgia, Alabama um, Over in the line handle. right there. It's literally on Lake Seminole. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We our house was on the lake, um, and uh, I saw plenty of gators uh, at that point, but we never hunted them. Bass fishing. Uh, I enjoy it, but I am not like a a crazy uh, fishing all the time. I, now, when I was in high school, I kept a uh, fishing pole with me at all times, and I had you know a couple ponds that I knew were on the way home and. I had me and a friend or two that we'd hit those just about every day. Doing spec fishing down there? No, I have not done any spec fishing. You got to get on them. That we call them crappy. Yeah, That's, I mean y'all call them spec, but or crappie is what they call them out west. But that that area that you're in and just south of you, golly, they talk about that being some of the best there is. And I, I want to go and catch them because they catch some slabs. I mean, some big crappy down there. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to give that a try. I enjoy fishing. I've got, uh do you have one guy um, at church that has a boat, and I could probably I could probably get out there with him sometime. Catch it. You need to. All, it's the best eating there is to oh, me. Oh, absolutely. Fish-wise. Find you a brush pile, drop you a minute down there, you can catch all you want. Hey, Amos, take us back to when you killed that deer. I, I believe this is what you told me on the phone. Wasn't the guy that helped you, wasn't he from North Georgia, where we're from? Yes. Yeah, I was telling you that that day. Um, he's the, he's the music director at my church. Okay. And he is from, uh, Hickory flat. Right. Crashes over the hill. Yeah. Yeah. That's 20 minutes from us. Maybe tops. Yeah. And now he is, um, I don't know. He's probably early Mm fifties, you know, so he's, you know, give it older than than us or y'all, but, um, his, his parents live in Calhoun now. Yeah, that's just about forty-five minutes from us. It's not, yeah, not too far, and uh, but yeah, he's from he's from that area, and uh, you know he's he's got all kinds of hunting stories. He went with his uh, you know his dad and uncles when he was a kid. I think the first time he ever went deer hunting, he shot like three or four deer. It's like a crazy story where they kept coming in, and he had you know rounds in the rifle, so he just kept letting them have it. Kept piling them up. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Robbie Stanley. Robbie, Robbie Stanley. Stanley. Okay. Have you had him on yeah. your podcast yet? No, I haven't no. yet. <laughs> I would love to. So he was the one that helped you find the deer and clean it? He was the one. Yep, exactly. He came yeah. and helped me uh, uh, track it. Awesome. Which, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't much, but, uh, and then he helped me clean it, now which is, I, I was very thankful for. Is that a lease you guys have? Yep, that is a lease. Okay. So, it's, uh, go ahead. I think it's like five or 600 acres. It was some, they used to mine it for, uh, um, something they use in concrete, some kind of 
uh, I don't know what it is, lime or something, something like that. So it's got these, got a bunch of huge lakes from where they've mined the property. Y'all see a lot of deer? Yeah, we see quite a few. You haven't, you haven't seen anything to take with your bow yet? No, not yet. Not yet. How many deer can you kill in Florida? Um, oh man, I think they just trying to remember if they just changed it. Um, yeah, they just recently, they changed it. Um, you used to be able to shoot like, oh my goodness. It was something like a buck a day and there was like no limit or something like that. Something, something just crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. And they've, they've cut it down to, I think it's like five. Now somebody from Florida is going to listen to this and call me out. <laughs> That's not the law down here. But, uh, I think it's like five bucks this season. And then, uh, the does you can shoot during archery. And then there's like one, uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, I think is a doe weekend. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I know that now, I, if you're on private, you can't apply for tags for does, but it says here, Daniel statewide bag limit is five deer per hunter of which no more than two deer can be antlerless per day. That's just what it says generically. I'll have to look into it more. After listening to the several podcasts that you said you listened to, um, is there a state in mind that you want to go to? Um, I'll tell you the two that keep coming up um, are Kentucky and Illinois. I hear a lot on those. Easy states to to find somewhere to go in, I would say, if you're – yeah. You're looking for somewhere to go. I mean, there's those there's are... public land on both both of them, and you can buy over the counter tags. Yep. Yeah, that's that's definitely you know the type of thing I I would want to you know try. Now you're a big podcast. You're a big podcast listener, Amos. What uh, what do you get out of out of listening to others? I get, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Um, What's the biggest thing you take away? I would say. Um, here's a big one. Since I've started listening to deer hunting podcasts, um, I don't know. I'm not saying the guys I hunt with don't, you know, think about this and do this, but just the way, and I'm very thankful that, you know, I'm very thankful they let me, uh, you know, come out to lease and everything. I had never thought about the wind the first time. And I've been, you know, I had quote unquote hunted for at least a couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I just never thought about where I thought the deer were coming from or bedding and what way the wind was blowing that day. I mean, I had never even, I started listening to all these podcasts and they're talking about, you know, hunt the wind, check your wind, make sure this and make sure that. And I was like, hmm, never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I would say that's probably one of the biggest things I've, um, do you think it's made you you a better hunter? I think so. Um, I've never seen, even though I didn't kill one last year, I've never seen more deer than last, last year. And paying attention to your wind. Yeah. It was just, um, you know, does on days you couldn't shoot does stuff out of range when it was bow or black, you know, just stuff like that. Um, just didn't work out but i mean i saw i mean i don't know twice as many deer last year as i have than i've ever been in the stand that's awesome you know it's checking stuff like that 
you know, or thinking about, um, you know, just thinking about coming in, you know, as quiet as I can, things like that. Gotcha. Well, being in, uh, well, I'm not going to ask that. I'm going to let you ask that. <laughs> uh, well, Amos, um, as we're winding up here, because we, we, ch- we chatted with you on your podcast and you're on with us, so anybody listening to this can go over and listen to Amos's uh, podcast and check out all of his episodes. But as we're winding down here, I was going to ask you a couple questions and going to kind of ask you one of the same questions you ask us. Um, and Alex kind of just asked it, I guess, but what would be – a piece of advice and it don't have to be a hunting piece of advice it could be a life piece of advice if you want to share that but what is one piece of advice that you'd give someone yeah the advice i would give you know someone who's a newer hunter or whatever is just to go um you know i just i just said i learned (laughs) you know to start checking my wind and stuff like that but you know the truth is you know like like rut daniel says you can't kill him from the couch that's right (laughs) so you know, so far this year, I actually haven't been to that big lease. There's a, a family property uh, that's only about half an hour from my house. It's only six and a half acres. And that's where I've been, you know, the past couple Saturdays. And, you know, just go. If it's six acres or if it's public or um, a big lease or whatever, you know, get out there and try. You know, um, do listen to podcasts do you know watch stuff on youtube and read books and whatever you know but you got to go out there at some point and see if you can get it done you know so try to learn as much as you can try to always listen but you know don't don't uh don't wait till you have you know all sitka gear and a hoyt bow and everything else you know before you just get out there and try you know do what you can with the time and budget that you have and uh, get out there and enjoy it and give yourself an opportunity by actually going. Good answer. Amos, what are you most thankful for? Oh, my goodness. I'm most thankful uh, for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I know that's uh, Amen. Know, one that y'all get you know, from quite a few guests. Yes. Uh, but it's true. You that's know, what we're looking for. Without, yeah, without the you know, the sacrifice that he made for us, you know, we couldn't have the life here that we have, not to mention the life that we have in eternity with him. But uh, even this life, you know, Jesus came that we might have it more abundantly. And that's what it is when we're out there hunting. That's us enjoying the abundant life that he's blessed us with. And uh, I'm just extremely thankful for all that the Lord has done for me, giving me a great family, awesome parents, uh, an amazing wife, two awesome, healthy, rambunctious kids. That I'm looking forward to getting in the woods, you know, in a few years here. And, uh, you know, everything that we get to enjoy, you know, we can trace back to him. That's right. Awesome. Amos, man, I really do appreciate you, you know, us getting, you know, I actually reached out to you and we kind of hooked up and started talking a little bit, man. I'm looking forward to you uh, putting something on the ground, man. I, are you filming any? Are you filming any? I'm uh I'm trying. Yeah, well, I'm trying. I'm, so are I'm we. Well, I, I wouldn't let that camera, you know, as 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 green as you are in it. I wouldn't let that camera get in your way unless that's what you want. So, um, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having us on yours. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to add to it, man. I hope you have a good season, man. I hope you. I hope. I hope you get out of state soon. Don't go get Absolutely. yourself spoiled, though. 
you li- you liable you liable to get up to Kentucky or Illinois and not not want to go back to Florida. <laughs> I hey, I might have. I know we're winding wrapping it up, but I might have an out of state opportunity in Virginia. That's where my brother lives, and uh, they have where he's at um, in Lynchburg. They have a super high deer density. It's like ridiculous. Um, so it it's crazy. So I might get to. Might get to put one on the ground up there this year as well. We'll see what happens. Is it that where? St- but I really appreciate y'all. Uh, y'all having me on. It's is it been, that where Stephen's from? Uh, West Virginia. Is it Stephen? He's from West Virginia. I, I believe so. I, think I thought Virginia's where they had those uh, Sitka deer. They are, and he oh, was talking about going across oh, okay. the mountain. Sitka, I think Sitka deer, Sitka deer, Sika deer, whatever. Sitka. It's not K A. I think Sika. Sika deer. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned that, it's kind of cool because here recently we've been doing some doing some talking with Marshfield Outdoors, um, Chad and, and his wife. Man, they're they're cool as crap. <laughs> I enjoy talking with them, and they're they're from Virginia, and they okay. that's where they're really wanting to promote their stuff. So if you get up there to hunt, you might have to look them up and do some talking with them and get some pointers because old Chad's a hammer on some deer. He's killed some good ones, and uh, I enjoy For talking sure. with them. So. Hey Amos, you gave yourself your own advice, man. Just go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cody, what you got? Nothing. I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you having us on. And like Nick said, I'm looking forward to seeing a post of you sitting behind one. Hold it close to the camera. That's my advice. I hope it's a big one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That'll be awesome. Well, but I can tell you. I'll post it up, and I won't apologize if it's a spike either. There you go. There you go. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Well, Amos, you know, we sure appreciate you taking your time. As as we told you when you know you invited us on your show, it was an, indeed an honor and a privilege for us to be able to do that with you. And for you to come on and take your time out to be with us, we, we sure have enjoyed it. And we can't wish you anything more than the utmost success as you go forward in this. If there's anything ever that we can do to help you out or anybody that's listening to this, you can attest to it, Nick, Cody. We will help anybody out there that wants to get into hunting or wants to do something with it. Make sure you reach out to us. We'll, we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination, but we'll give you our advice on what we would do. And I can't wish you uh, anything more than the utmost success as you continue on this journey that you're on. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to talking in the future. We'll be talking to you soon, man. Have a good night. See you, buddy. Yes, sir. All right. Y'all too. See you. We'll see y'all. All right, everybody. Listen, if you ain't following along with the Wannabe Hunting Podcast out of Florida, do yourself a favor and go check out what Amos is doing. He brings a, a very intriguing story to the table. Dold onset hunter. Ain't been in it that long, and he's really telling his journey as he goes. I mean, it's something that he has been very open and sharing. He's not scared to tell you, hey, I don't know everything there is to know out there, which none of us do. We're always learning. Sure. But he he's has not afraid a, to ask questions. He is not, and he's very he's very um he's very humble in anything that he does and, and his uh his love for God and, and his faith is very strong in anything that he does. So we appreciate that out of him, and uh, thankful he uh, he shares some of a lot a lot of the same thoughts that we do. That's right. I was I, I was I was happy to get him on here, man. He's you can just tell the passion. The phone call I had with him and the text messages, man. He is he's pumped up for deer season. He's been shooting his bow yeah. on, on Instagram. You know, he's been running his cameras, and I think he bought some nose down scent. I seen he posted that on there. That's so, good. Um, 
We'll see what he does, man. I hope, I hope he knocks something down down there. He feels a Florida, that, Florida you know, hammer. First one with a gun. He, you know, he ain't got one with a bow yet, and he's been shooting that PSC. I believe he's shooting. Them nerves really gonna be kicking in when that <laughs> when that strain comes back. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so, my goodness. Well, what else you got? Aim Nick? small, miss small, Amos. <laughs> we all trying to do that. <laughs> That's right. What else you got before we close out? That's it, man. Cody. It's deer season. I'm excited. Mm, it is here, and it is. It's well. gonna be in our rearview mirror, but. Illinois is open, boys. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> don't it's worry, good. me and Alex done got the grocery list, son. Oh, God, we got so Y'all many don't worry about a grocery buy. list. Oh, that's oh, the first thing we're oh, worried about. That's the first about. thing. I ain't about. worried about tags. I ain't worried about that. But our grocery <laughs> list, we, we get that. We get the tags when we get there. We got to have groceries. We got to eat, son. Sustainability. Oh, we and we eat good. We, we just, might go over a grocery list. We might have, we might have a grocery list episode. There you go. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Don't forget this. And don't forget that. Oh, the the to dos and the to do nots as you travel out of state. So yeah. for everybody here at Talk About It Outdoors, thanks for coming on with us. Want to thank anybody that's not following along. Uh, go over and check him out. Um, he is a great guy, Amos Medford, the Wannabe Hunting Podcast. Check him out. Listen to what he's got going on. He's really doing some good stuff there. So. We appreciate him. We appreciate all y'all for coming and being with us again. So, hey, like I always say, smile as you go and don't forget, mouth of memories.